Today's podcast is sponsored by the guys in the flag jackets. Gary and Jim are the guys in the flag jackets. Every week, these two sit down and discuss a wide variety of political issues, all the way from the weird and wonderful world of local politics to more obscure political ideas and concepts. Ever wondered about the 1979 Chicago mayoral election? Well, I hadn't either until these guys came along and blew my mind. Or did you know that the layout of the ballot can have a crazy influence upon the way you vote? Neither did I, but thankfully Gary and Jim were there to tell me all about it. So if you want a fun and intriguing look into US politics from a unique perspective, check out the guys in the Flag Jackets podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. You'll find the link in the description below. I have to admit, I used to be a little bit of a book snob. I wouldn't even consider a Kindle, let alone an audiobook. It just felt like cheating. But that is until I tried Audible and Open Audible. Ever wonder where I find the time to read all the books that my guests have written on this show? Well, this is the answer. When I'm behind in my reading, I just jump to audiobook. Open Audible is a cross-platform audiobook manager designed for Audible users that can allow you to download, view, manage, and connect your favorite audiobooks on MP3 so that you can enjoy them across all your devices. Best of all, you can control it all from a desktop application. I'm giving away a copy of Open Audible for the entire month of November. All you have to do is sign up to my mailing list. You'll find the link in the description below or go to openaudible.org for more information. Right, good, good. good. You're not even going to listen, like so you can tell what the levels are like. This is literally what I hired you to do. <laughs> Tiny month podcast internship. <laughs> You're getting paid in banana daiquiris, man. But yeah. I'm making for no pay. <laughs> so if anyone's tuning in, uh, hoping for a very intellectual and, you know, well thought out discussion you should just like stop listening right now this is episode number 300 i can't believe i got to 300 episodes it's pretty mad yeah well done well, thank you so we're just gonna get drunk and see where the conversation takes us i guess that's the plan sounds like friday night yeah so uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll drink to that well cheers cheers, to that. cheers, cheers. boys launcher i'm not reaching the whole way over there no fair enough launcher I could do you. There you go. Lovely. So, the first thing to kick us off, then, anyway, and I said we want to talk about this, is uh, Elon Musk's takeover of Twitter. I want to know whether you think it's going to succeed or whether Twitter will either go bankrupt or fall apart. So, who wants to start? I mean, I think it'll keep existing for i don't know how long but at least for a bit i mean it's so ingrained in like how people use the internet not myself i don't use it i had it once for like a month and it was shit i think i like just started off but i don't know i think he's kind of fucked it though like what he, makes you say that well the way he's fired so many engineers it's maybe not on purpose i don't know i haven't spoken to the man but it sounds like it's creating a very toxic work environment at least in the engineering departments and, and and the software departments of, of the company like using that like ancient metric of productivity based on how many lines of code you can write in a short time frame is fucked like no one does that anymore quality over quantity right mm. and he got rid of what was it eleven thousand or something i don't know yeah was yeah a lot, a lot of people a lot of people and core components as well mm -hmm. not just the size of the people or the amount of the people like people that you don't want to lose from a programming yeah. or software industry. Mm. 
I mean, I think his reasoning, from what I've heard, I haven't read a huge amount into why he fired 11,000 apart from the high level. Like, mm. it was a test, was like a race on who could complete this blue tick feature that the, the paid blue tick thing first, like, got this. I don't know, if, I don't like know if that was the thing that, like, was for everyone. No, it was, but that's, again, that's one of the things I heard, but it's like, they just essentially keeping like the very senior ones who are very well experienced mm. and it's like oh if you can do that you can just do all the work then it's like, well, <laughs> why do you think you have eleven thousand other engineers is to help like it's a whole team you know mm. what i mean i don't know man i think i think there's been a lot of people at those big social media firms for a long time earning a lot of money to do very little <laughs> I read some stuff during, especially during the pandemic, where it was just like, we are getting nothing done. We are doing nothing new. We're spending hours on meetings about icons instead of like actually figuring out how to make the platform better. And I know he might have gone a bit wild with it, but I, I the thing's still running. Like last week, that was like, oh, it's going to break. It'll be it'll be broken in two days. And they're still at like a record usership. I was just going to say, I don't have much context, but like, is it is it so cool? I mean, yeah, man, it's going to get like, wilder. I, I it's going to get mental. It's not no, I mean, is, is it still working? Like, it is, isn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not as if... Forum will work. You know, you, if it just turns into his own personal sort of 4chan, mm. where you just pay to get this meme icon, then mm. you can then be like, ha-ha, I'm the president. And it's like, it, yeah, sure. All you need is a few servers <laughs> to run that. Uh, you don't need, like, entire teams of programmers to just run a forum. You can just, you know, get people to just do it themselves and i do think there's a common misconception for not generalized but it sounds i tend to hear a lot from people who don't necessarily work in the tech industry in the, on the engineering side of the development side of things where you don't engineers don't spend their days just keeping it running as long as they're like hamsters in a wheel or like max in that cat wheel you know what I mean? <laughs> it's developing new features it's fixing bugs it's yeah. dealing with problems innovating they're not just there to be like, oh, make sure it's actually turned on today. Shit, like, oh, my God, it's working again. You know, that's 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 not what it is. I think that's a lot of. I don't hear that argument a lot from a few people who maybe aren't as ingrained in that like industry hmm. as a few others. What are your thoughts on the um, on charging for the verification? It's fucked. You think so? Yeah, well, it defeats the purpose. No, no, but like, right. Sorry, go ahead, and heard, then I'll tell you why. This I morning, I heard idea. something of there's going to be like grey. Badges for government, mm. blue badges for individuals, mm. and another colour for like organisations. I don't know if, how that yeah. makes a difference, but they're going to charge for them all. Yeah, yeah. It's like right, okay. So why, is why? It, right, I, I, I think the charging is is theoretically good. So why is it a bad idea? And then I'll I'll explain why I think it's good. I I, I think what Twitter was fundamentally was a way of having contact between anyone no matter what the degree of like mm. level in society. So you can talk to the president and maybe get a re response and it might actually come from him typing it. Mm. Um, but having, so, which is where the verification comes from because you need to verify these people. So being able to just pay for it defeats that entire concept. So it's no longer a trustworthy platform to mm. contact these people. So these people have no reason to use that as the way to, have a presence online like mm -hmm. there, there will be other people that will spring up or programs or um you know social media apps or whatever that spring up that will be a way of being like okay well this is where you get your verified mm -hmm. this is the way you go and talk to that celebrity you like yeah. and immediately get a response from him rather than having to like email some company mm. i could see it working if they still had the functionality of we actually do verify that you are you know 
Donald Trump. Mm, I think, but I think they're going to. I think they're going to yeah. do both. Yeah, but they, as, far, as far as I understand, they should, both. Yeah. I think it's my both. understanding is they don't have that at the moment because like there's you've seen tons of like fake accounts like the fake Elon Musk one, the fake yeah. Donald Trump one and stuff. But that's because people people who had originally or initially verified accounts changed their name because you can change your like screen name, but you what can't you change your like. Yeah. You're like at, which is like your username. You can change like how it appears like mm. on the thing when you tweet, but you can't change like the like the where people search for you at whatever. So if they were verified and they changed their name to Elon Musk and then they put him as the profile picture, then it looks like a verified Elon Musk right, tweeting. Right, 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 right. So that's what they were doing, which was fucking hilarious. It's having real effects. <laughs> like was. companies are, you know, getting hit by it mm. by people imitating them. Uh, Wasn't that just a bit funny though? What was that? Funny? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Companies are now having to apologise and be like, "No, sorry, we weren't actually going to give away free water or something." Like, actually, what we do charge. What was that? The one that was like, I can't remember. Yeah, what they said thing. they were going to stop charging for insulin. Oh, they were going to make it free for everyone in America. Yeah. <laughs> it's just but it's like, the fact well, that they had to come back and be like, "No, yeah. we didn't actually say that. You do still have to pay." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, if right, but the stock price like tanked on that new on that like, but then it didn't recover. So like, was was the company really worth that much in the first place? I mean, probably not. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, right. Okay. So here's why I think the the paying for it is a good idea, in theory. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know whether how they're gonna roll it out and execute it is gonna be the 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 way that it is gonna end up working. But the reason I think it's potentially good is because. So my first book, Brexit: The Establishment Civil War. Great read. Great read. Go buy it. Bit dry, but it's good. <laughs> <laughs> links in the description. Um, I talked a lot about about social media and like a lot of like the basis, like the reason I started writing the book was because I was really concerned about how we were becoming the product on social media and how the amount of data that we gave over to social media firms was then being used in a very like predatory and unregulated way by political parties to push their agenda, especially through like dark ads on Facebook and, and that sort of thing. Right. That was like the, remember when Facebook was the big one? <laughs> yeah. Um, so basically the entire problem centered around like we are the product like companies will like harvest as much data as possible from us because that's their model and it allows like any companies like the weapons of math uh, weapons of math destruction by um kathy newman i think it is um she like talks about how if people are searching for like therapy or like then or having like mental health problems and they're searching on Google, all of a sudden they'll be hit, getting hit with like antidepressant medication ads, like mm. things that are like promising yeah, to make their situation better. It's like if people are searching for, for university, they'll be like hit with ads for like the most expensive, like high interest, like oh, co yeah. like colleges they can find. Like it's really predatory. And it's all based around the idea that we're the product and the way that all these services are free is because they take our data and sell them on. So forever I've been wondering, okay, is there a way that we can have like all of the benefits of social media without us being the product? And forever, like people have been like, oh, well, there's no way people will pay for it. There's no way. And and for me, it's really interesting just to, I'm gonna, we're just gonna see how it plays out, but to like suggest that people are gonna pay for it. And like, there's a lot of talk about different like monetization strategies, which might end up them, them like scraping like tiny fees and that's how they end up paying for it. Or, um, and especially when, like, for all the people who are going to be wanting to pay for it, the journalists, like, media personalities, a lot of the people are promoting shit they do online, right? I pay for Zoom in order to do this podcast. 
because it's only it gives you like 40 minute max on zoom yeah so i'm like sometimes i'm talking to people for two hours so i need to get the premium one so i pay like i don't know like 10 pound a month for that and i see that as a worthwhile investment for the thing i'm doing mm. it's like why can't twitter be like that i feel like there's a slightly different aspect of that though i would pay depending on how much it was I'd pay like a relatively small fee, not as much as what's Netflix now, like 13 pound a month. But mm. when Netflix was like a first, a big thing was like five, six pound a month. I would pay that to say, for example, Meta to have your Instagram and your Facebook and whatever else they own. Mm. If they deconstructed the entire architecture of echo chambers. How do you do that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Just but like social media just is curated or else it's just it's exactly. just an endless stream of everybody's thoughts all, all at once first, and you're not going to find my that first as engaging. Is that it would probably be an algorithm change because those echo chambers are targeted. Like if you start to look up, you know, say very far right or very far left, whatever it is, content on the internet, a lot of the ad advertised pages you're going to see is going to be a complete echo mm. of that. And that's algorithmic. That's, that's an AI. If they pull that out and it was just like whoever pays the most, maybe for, well, I don't know. I feel like odds, but. you would end up with a very sort of um, function over form sort of social media mm. where it's like, well, this is just a catalogue of people you know, people in your area or some way of searching people and just information about them. There would be absolutely no sort of like engagement to it because yeah. it would just be like, it'd be like a phone book mm. essentially because if you take out the, the whole, like we say, curation of like media that's constantly sort of thrown at you it's like you don't act, you know because otherwise it's entertainment entertainment is like playing a game you're just constantly yeah. progressing through it all right um so if you took that away you are just literally looking at i mean it wouldn't be entertainment it would just be a it's resource just, like it's a just service. A, it's just a list depends on what like, you're what you're defining as entertainment because if you wanted to get i mean there's there's tons of people i follow on instagram do some really interesting pieces of art or some interesting pieces of music and like other people's lifestyle stuff whatever it's not mm. news it's not like you know political content i do think there should maybe be a separate space for that it seems like we're getting to the point i feel like we're getting to the point where we need to have some kind of separation between what is your day-to-day -day general interests that mm. aren't political which is very heavily weighted stuff mentally that should have its own space that you voluntarily go into to look up i go on instagram to get some funny memes mm -hmm. have some shit chat with my pals yeah arrange a night out and look Literally. at some art or do whatever right yeah i don't want to i'm not going on there to find out about oh how is trump fucked up again or like what, yeah. what's happening in the middle east i go just i want to go somewhere else for that i think there's i think there should be a separate space for that but there's not because you just get those echo chambers of targeted yeah. ads being like look how terrible this thing is i'm like yeah, yeah no but I don't want to look at that right now because I'm a bit depressed. Yeah, like I think, <laughs> you, do you know what would be an interesting feature is if, if they could like, if you could like dial the timeline, like you could go for like, you could like select like general, right? And then, or you could say, right, mm. well, I'd prefer it to be like heavily weighted towards these topics. I still want to see mm. some of these stuff, but like I'd prefer it to be weighted in this direction or this direction yeah. or like, it'd be really interesting if they- if Do the, you think the monetization will sort of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, filter some things out and make that sort of... Depends how it's done, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be less bots. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But the people that are paying for it, they want to be there. Yeah. You yeah. know? And also, they may not necessarily be the same topics that you're talking about, etc., etc. but would it filter out the bullshit, as I want to call it? I think... The, the, sorry, one. Well, I, it would probably skew it a lot because suddenly you would have 
a lot of people that that's you know even though it's a small amount there is a huge portion of people that that would just be like well no i'm not going to do that yeah. like i can't afford that i just can't afford that expense or i just don't yeah. want to spend yeah. that money because it's just i don't have much money yeah and so it would skew it to suddenly the most vocal opinions on this social mm. media of just people who can at least get above that barrier mm. which i feel like would i don't know so like are you saying the problem for you is basically like that because they're still going to have free accounts but like they're going to be like much like less heavily weighed in terms of like how they how much they appear in the timeline that's what they've said right that there's going to be like oh, so it's not ha- completely it's, no it's going to okay. be it's going to be ha- you know no, no they're still going to be free like everyone can still get free account okay right it's just that the, the ones that aren't free won't have the verification and won't uh there's going to be other features they haven't said what yet um and there's going to be like there the, they'll be like higher ranked in the algorithm so that like you're more likely to see things from verified accounts than not right and that that's their way of like trying to filter out the, so the bots and trolls i was about to say pay to win yeah, yeah. um in terms of what you see because like i think it also depends like how you view twitter and it's like are you viewing it as someone who goes on to look and see what's going on like you're going on to see like the 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 stuff you're seeing from like the the hundred like big people that you follow who are probably paying for it because it's part of their career or are you going on to see like what your mates are saying mm. you know maybe, i like maybe, it. but i feel like twitter what it is as a concept um is is kind of now ingrained into human society of just having some way of us all talking to mm. each other is should always exist like i feel like with, if it suddenly just stopped mm. and tomorrow like they would be so fastly uh, quickly replaced um and, and and so having this sort of paid service on top of it kind of controls a huge uh tool of humanity mm. like it, it, it's 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 like saying oh we've invented the wheel but if you pay an extra five pounds we'll shave the corners off the square like, <laughs> <laughs> no it's more like probably more like a hexagon it still works yeah i've seen the joke about like all the engineers that got fired they go to an investor and go right here's the idea it's twitter but well like elon <laughs> <How's that? laughs> i don't know i think i think it's gonna get wild man they've just said that they're gonna amnesty all banned accounts that didn't get banned for breaking the law that's like the, the things are gonna get really wild and i am i am interested to see what happens because like as much as you know maybe there's reasons that some of those people were banned it's like okay but then as soon as you have a, a place where people are getting banned from, especially in like the thousands that they were, especially like when they got very trigger happy with it for things that were yeah. questionable, shall we say? Like like Alex Berenson had to fucking sue, and he got back on, but he had the fucking money to sue them <laughs> and take them to court. He was gonna get the the, uh, the reason that Twitter settled is because he was gonna get the judge had granted him discovery, which means that he could like subpoena or oh, like ask for loads of like internal emails, like whatever he wanted and um that they were going to get two twitter executives on the stand and that's when they were like actually you can have your no, you come back yeah under the bridge mate. yeah exactly <laughs> um but like i think that once you if you if you accept like the level or the how crazy they got with the the bands mm. right then you're accepting that you're fine with that thing being a very curated sense of reality it's like it's all like 
I don't know how they're going to manage to keep it from not being just people screaming. It's like, wild West, man. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't think that's where they're going to go with it. I still think there's going to be like things you can't say in terms of like, yeah, profane language, racial slurs, that sort of stuff is probably still going to get you like banned like that. Criticizing Elon Musk. Criticizing Elon Musk. I, I was thinking about like, I think, I think he did the wrong thing with the parody stuff, but like I was actually thinking about this. And the biggest problem that he would, the reason that he probably was banning people, I don't think was a sense of humor thing. Although I could be wrong. I still think it was wrong to do, but I think it was litigation. The amount of think people like, and, and the amount of press who would be with the state of journalism these days, who would see like one of the, the, the verified accounts mm. that had changed their name and were parodying him saying something stupid and they would run it as a story and then you know how fucking fast like the the media oh, yeah. works these days no one checks shit like and it shit. would yeah it would have just like spiraled into like endless numbers of lawsuits um so i think that's i think that's why i did it and not because of a lack of sense of humor but i still think he probably, probably should have just been yeah well it could be both i still think he should have probably just let them let have at it and Elon Musk, if you're listening you're a fucking tit <laughs> yeah find me but anyway let's let's get off this and onto something fun I'm glad that was the last word said about that, though. That feels like a full circle. Yeah, yeah, perfect. <laughs> Great way to, like, segue. So you were telling me that you have some fun stories about Speaker's Corner. Oh, yeah. Speaker's Corner in London, High Park. Have you guys ever been? No. Yeah, I've been a few times. You've been a few times? Yeah. Mental in it? Yeah, it's great. Oh, man, it's like... Would you like to explain for the ladies and gentlemen what Speaker's Corner Anyone is? Listening at home, Speaker's Corner is a corner in Hyde Park. I don't know which one. It's one of the, one of the many corners in Hyde Park. Speaker's Corner. Maybe that's exactly the one. Um, by Marble Arch. No, is it? Is it the, the, the northwestern part of it or northeast part? Big Arch. Yeah, so it's about that way. I think you're right. Um, can't miss it. It's full of people shouting at each other, like on on every Sunday, like in the afternoon, and you just go and you have complete free speech to talk about whatever you want. Most commonly, from a lot, I've only seen it like a handful of times, but from what I've seen, it's been um, a lot of re religious preaching a lot of the time from various faiths. Fair enough. The odd time, though, you get somebody spouting, like, some mental, mental stuff. <laughs> One guy I saw was preaching about the coming of the third alien. The third alien. Never mind the first or second one, but the third alien. Well, who was the first and second? Roswell? Yeah. And the guys that built the pyramids. <laughs> right? The pyramids. I was going to go a fucking rabbit hole. Like, I don't know. I didn't really listen much to him, but he... I remember I was walking past, and I was smoking a funny cigarette with a friend of mine, and... He just sort of slowly, this crowd just began gathering and gathering more and more because everyone was like, hang on a minute, what's he talking about? The third alien? Just some random old boy, maybe in his 70s, just like up there dressed pretty nicely. Whenever I heard what he was talking about, I was kind of expecting to see like some guy who's really off piece. That was normal old dude, but like committed that this was the absolute truth. It was crazy when you got to go down. It's great fun. There's always a fight as well. They've got like loads of police around it and stuff. Because <laughs> people always kick When is it? When, off. What happens like, every Sunday? Every, I think it's yeah. every Sunday, right? Or is it every Sunday? Sunday? Shout what you want. I mean, I thought it was just every day. I thought it was just that was the place you could go. I thought it was only on Sundays. I, might get there, I, don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, 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 every time I've been to Hyde Park, I think it's mainly people Sundays. shouting in Speaker's mm. Corner. I don't know if it's. I've just coincidentally only been there on Sundays. Um, but I, I, I thought the. My favourite was probably this really, it was this really short dude, but he brought a stepladder. And so he was like sort of towering above everyone, just sort of <laughs> screaming about hellfire. And it was, it, it was quite entertaining. He didn't really say much, but like he had passion. And you got to love the commitment. Yeah. 
I don't like either the balls that go up and like in genuinely in public. I know mm. this is technically public, but I mean in front of people in real life in the center of London and be like, I am certain what I'm saying is true. Everyone should listen. To How many people do like? Is it quite a lot, man? Like dozens of people. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, because I think sometimes you get people who are from churches like, or whatever yeah. or faiths mm. that bring people to listen. Yeah, yeah, or you get like like YouTube preachers. Aye. Yeah. And like uh, YouTube. Uh, your guy, what's his name? Mohammed Hijab. He's definitely been down there a few times. <laughs> Do you remember the lady in Belfast? The preacher lady? Do you remember her? We'd always stand outside like pre-market. I was like proper like gospel. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. With the loudspeaker. Yeah, with the loudspeaker one. She was crazy. You know, she... Do you know what happened to her? She got sectioned. She got sectioned? Sectioned. <laughs> <laughs> she got put away. I think she got arrested first and then got, got sectioned because she appeared maybe... We were back in uni, it was, was it like five, six years ago? So it was maybe 10 years ago, she sort of started to appear, I remember. And it, it was started off just like normal preaching and everyone was like, man, she is a bit odd though. Like she was like approaching and like, like threw like the microphone at you and stuff. And I was like, whoa, that's a bit odd. Until I think eventually one of the many shops, like this is like right on the high street in Belfast as well. One of the shops I think was like, right, we're gonna call the cops because you can't just stand outside our store. We're like scaring off all our customers. Mm -hmm. Fair enough, like fair enough. Yeah. And then they realize, oh, you've got serious mental health issues. You've been sectioned. So she's off the streets. <laughs> Bastion of Belfast history right there. Like, gone. Gotta love the commitment. Gone for the ages. Love the yeah. passion, though. I used to love her, man. She was mental. <laughs> it's like, there's something about when you're hearing, like, people, like, like, like scripture booming from, a from like, a, a like a really tinny amp, like, do, like echoing down <laughs> like the street. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that the crazy story, the third alien? The third alien was, was a crazy one. All the rest of them was just, like, religious people just being like uh yeah. come read my book okay, you're all wrong i'm right i'm like ah oh, sweet man i'm going to the pub <laughs> what if yeah. he was right what if you missed what if that was like your opportunity yeah, if he was right mate i'm fucked well one of the times i was there was on um uh 420 on the in the Hyde park oh the what's, that, the, that's what's 420 okay uh, it's, I'm not uh, it's just the 20th of april <laughs> um uh, yeah. but we all hang out in the park and um the, the, everyone gathered into the um uh speaker's corner afterwards mm. and it was great it was probably the biggest crowd that had ever been there it was a few like a few hundred people just around like one or two speakers and they were like they were loving it like they were, they, you know like to be fair that before 20 would be mad actually just like a huge <laughs> audience of people who were just encapsulated and like, they just can't look away amongst the haze <laughs> <laughs> that london cloud yeah yeah the smog that's must that's that's what it must have been uh, that's what it was yeah it was there's something in the air that that night, yeah, I think, yeah, maybe. The stars so bright. <laughs> Fernando, no. <laughs> I'm get guitar out tomorrow. <laughs> you could do that if you want. I'll grab the guitar, man. No, I won't, uh, I won't make anyone's ears bleed tonight. So. Oh, you, you could serenade the internet. I've tried before. Didn't work. Not a good reception. How do you yeah. serenade the internet? Um, you put a song on YouTube, don't you? Oh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. It's just grandiose way of saying it. <laughs> Serenading the internet. It's did actually the, quite a nice way of it. Did the internet not fall in love with you? I didn't pay attention after the first day, so I don't know. I actually might be a viral sensation without even knowing it. There's been people Let's like A&R agents searching you know for you. Let's just not find out. Let's just not do that. Let's just pretend it happened. Maybe we're walking down the street somewhere in like 30 <laughs> years' time <laughs> and get rid of some, 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 some woman will like run up to you and be like, oh, 
you. Okay. <laughs> version of that 16 year old boy yeah. on the internet last week. And my eye asked me, look, I had yeah. hair back then. <laughs> Still got your picture on my wall. Yeah. I listen to your song every day. I painted the mustache on you as well. <laughs> That's, weird. That's weird. Isn't it? Yeah. Have you guys ever put anything like anything strange on out on the internet for anyone for everyone to see? I've like put, properly public. I put I have some animations up on the oh, yeah. on YouTube. Oh, yeah. like maybe like thirty views. Ooh. Plug them, you might get like five more. Uh, cool. Search for IMS. I M S S. You can't find it because there's a Chinese uh, <laughs> marketing company called IMS that just absolutely swamps the uh, YouTube. So. <laughs> They fuck you. Hey, to win. Every time I put something up new and I'll put the exact title in, and it's like, no, I've just got a four hour talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're, yeah, most of them are like pretty. Because it's animation, I'm not very good at it. So I spend a lot of time making one joke, and as I get weeks into the project, I slowly realize just how bad and sort of cringy the joke is, and that it was merely just five seconds of me laughing at my own joke. And does so, it come, does it know, come back around? Now I'm like, not usually, but I'm like now months into the project, and it's kind of like, well, I can't stop now, so I've just got to make it and put it up. And then I get like one comment, which is like, this is shit. And it's like, oh, cool. Yeah. I've got a few followers, though. Yeah, I mean, I've got like maybe a hundred subscribers over all the well, websites I'm on. If you're on Newgrounds, go on Newgrounds and search me, but don't look at anything else. It's all really weird on there. Which Newgrounds? That's why you're on. It's an animation yeah, hub, so was... it's only animation, but obviously it brings out like all of the corners. That of was animation. like the dark side of mini clip when we were kids. Yeah. On Newgrounds, I remember that one. Mini clip? I'm not into any of this, man. Ooh, like, where have I been? Well, I was just on the internet. I'm before. just. I don't, I'm not caught up. You drifted through life, man. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. Get yourself on Newgrounds and play with them weird animation games, man. Mm. Yeah. Sort your right out. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, they, they've had to archive a lot of them because um, a few years ago, Flash got discontinued. And so it was something mm. like 80,000 Flash games or something were just suddenly not usable. So this website's had to archive everything and they had to build their own programs to mm. just like, replay them because it was just everything used before a certain year and animation was on flash and so now you can't use it anymore that's kind of sad yeah literally just archives of stuff there's like there was like animators coming up like this start of my career and now no one can ever see it again is there no is there no like i don't know flash emulator am i sure my ignorance a lot of stuff just because a lot of stuff just got like just lost and discontinued you know old websites from the early days of the internet which had like the first video on Pizza Hut's like original delivery website is still on. Is still up. Is yeah, yeah. From like '97. Was it better than the Domino's one? Probably. <laughs> website from Space Jam is still up. From Space, Space Jam. Fucking right. Ooh. Fucking right. You guys have just reminded me of something I had repressed the back of my memory for a very long time. Oh, please, spill uh, spill your guts. One time I made a website. Oh. I thought, as a kid. On Miniclip. Hang on, you, do, you know what mini, do you know what Miniclip is? You'd like look weird at me. You don't know what fucking Miniclip is. You're sitting here on the internet. Yeah. I mean, unless it's like, I remember there was a video site that like used to be, that well, I used to games. use. Okay, then I definitely don't know. You guys know Miniclip, right? Miniclip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right. wait, hang on, hang on. Miniclip like, really like, played Flash games as a kid. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, hang on, hang on, yeah. hang on, hang on. The original 8-ball pool, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm with you now. So. Because we used to play it in, in like, when we had like computer. Exactly. 
exactly like we had it or like computer suite things media studies back yeah then, media yeah, studies or like class. you know they take you into the computer suite to do your english class and you spend <laughs> the entire time playing games yeah that's it so i remember as a kid i was like fucking addicted to all that shit right and new grounds as well all the dodgy side i feel like i was like real edgy and all i was like i reckon i can make a website like this and in my naivety as a kid i thought how you made a website was i found one of these free sites that like creates one for you you know what i mean yeah, yeah. and i called it like davidpollock.com like my my fucking name being like that'll catch on <laughs> i'll be on billboards in no time and i just copy and paste oh yeah go check it out davidpollock.com right it's definitely definitely can you see if that still exists um well what i did was i just copy and pasted the image and the like um mini clip if you guys remember, it was just like a list of thumbnails on a screen with like the blue text link to play the game, right? And I copy and pasted the thumbnail and the text on my website. And I filled up this whole page and it looked just like I spent days doing this, man. Like at different tabs, different pages for different categories. Holy shit, is that it? Is Get it? away. I don't know. I don't know. It's just... Oh, I was off mic. I was off mic there. Nah, probably not. Maybe G that was the website. Jamie's currently verifying if it still exists. And you can tell it was the laptop's taken off over there. Leave me down. Trying to run OBS yeah. and, and Brave at the same time. <laughs> uh, redirects to a website called Leapy Dog. Maybe that's the one I used to set up a free site because it was one of those like, dodgy ones. But Leapy I just, Dog. I just made it look like Miniclip. Whenever you clicked on any of the game links, it just took you to Miniclip because what I did was copy and paste the fucking HTML or URLs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then my dad's like, oh, I made a website now. I own these. And I was like trying to work out how to monetize it as a kid. Entrepreneur, really. But. Um, mm. Yeah, I got shut up by my dad because I got loads of viruses after doing that. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> nice. I did that with LimeWire. Lime trying to download Green Day songs. It's like day and you just destroy your computer in the process. Mm -hmm. Could have just bought the CD. <laughs> I prefer to roll the dice. <laughs> I'm wild like that. Do you spend much time on the... On on the dark web by any chance? Speaking no, dice, no, I'm not. I'm not a big dark web dude, but I've only I've only done it once. What'd you look for? I'd, I'd like be honest. I was on it for like five minutes, and like I, uh, I actually don't even remember what I was like actually searching for. I just remember there was just like big lists, and I had no idea what to do. I was yeah. like, "This is kind of boring," and just logged off. You guys ever been on it? Yeah, I've been on it a few times. Yeah, never before. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Library archives. Library uh, archives. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. Is that what the kids are calling it these days? Yeah. <laughs> No, but there is actually library archives on there. Like pretty much most governments in the world use like the darknets just put stuff on. Like, yeah. Just have loads of stuff on it so you can go through like different categories. What's it like? There's a lot of I think it's just forums and links. It's like the like, you know you know like Google you know like Google like Chrome, right? You know how it's all white and stuff. It's just that but darker. <laughs> yeah. It's just like night it's just night mode. It's like every so often it's like dangerous man just pops up on the screen. You've got to fight him off, but mm -hmm. Give me oh, fucking money. You're like, no, I'm on a computer. <laughs> yeah, but, I've never um, been on that. No, no it's just because like like like, a lot of people use it um, um, for the same thing. You know, there's like versions of Reddit mm. on the darknet. So it's essentially just totally like open source sort of moderated things. Okay. On connected companies and things. It is interesting. Although the Tor browser, I think, is actually quite a good, if you want to access, like, not that I do, government agents that are listening, access Pirate Bay to like download a movie or something because I definitely don't do you're, that. You're on a list. I, I'm on many lists. I'm an Irishman with a British passport, mate. I'm on a few fucking lists. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Yeah, Tor Browser is actually quite good because it's got a built-in VPN. 
Yeah. So it's brave. Access and stuff. I'm brave as well. Yeah. I like the tour bars though, man. It's good. It's really nice. I quite like. It. I got a few like a couple couple years back. It is good. Sometimes mm -hmm. the odd site will load up in like some random language, which is a bit odd. Then you refresh and it's back to English again. But ah, worth it. Ah, it's a bit fun. It's a bit fun. A bit fun. Learn a bit of Swedish. Learn a bit of Mandarin. You know. You just look at a language and learn it, can you? Uh, that's how it's done, Josh. Actually, <laughs> man, I've been doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. I was just getting drunk with people and then hoping I would absorb it. That does work on holiday, to be fair. When you get brave enough. Fuck, on holiday last year, man, I thought I was brave enough to speak French. Oh my God, what an idiot. Just kept saying the word like side of, I kept saying like side of the mountain over and over again because mm -hmm. I, was, I was off skiing and the guy was like, yeah, I got, I got it. And I was like, oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> Drunk people are very confident in languages. Mm. It helped when I was learning German to be drunk a That's lot. That's right, you speak German, right? Mm. Are you like fluent now or what? I mean, I wouldn't describe it as fluent. I'd have you a move there and like ingrain yourself in society and like people would be like, ah, I know he's not fluent in German, but like I know he's doing and he's saying. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking fair play to you, man. I had to. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really have much choice, man. And then like 12 hours a day, whilst a bit drunk, talking to Germans, like you, you, you lose your inhibitions with like having to speak, speak that language after a while. Mm. Really helps. Really, really helps. German's not too far off as well, so it's quite... A yeah, and they're very... They're very German about it. They have their rules and they follow them. You know, it's not like the French where they have the rule and then every second word is not is the exception to the fucking rule. It's French like, is so difficult. Man. It's such a pain in the fucking ass. Do you guys speak any languages? No, I went to um, like a primarily language studies school and basically dropped out of everything and then failed foundation French. <laughs> Uh, I, I I did Latin, German, French, and I did a bit of classics, which was like <laughs> Greek study. Um, but I, I I just I could never get it. I could never like I don't know. Yeah. I know I, I I mean I guess it's just repetition and but I just it just wasn't for me. I couldn't retain it. Um, I don't know. I feel like it just was too. I don't know. I couldn't. You can't do anything like. I mean, you can do lots of things with a language, but you can't. You're not doing something when you're learning it. You're just sort of repeating words and reading I get what you mean I get like, what you mean yeah I feel like I pick up more things faster when I'm doing it mm -hmm. yeah that's definitely there and learning from a book I just find that hard to yeah, yeah. I sucked at German school was a shit are, you, we, are you suggesting that we should have a small break and come back yeah, to this for a fag is that yeah. really bad no that's fine <laughs> in the middle of your podcast yeah no and, uh, and we could we could get yeah we'd take we'd take a yeah, small I got up interlude. Are, like kind of cramped on you here. You just leave it running, and I'll just right cut here. the middle of it out. You sure you want to be recorded the whole time? I don't really care. <laughs> I'm not. I'm gonna cut it out and delete it. Sorry. So okay, ladies you and gentlemen, too. we will be back. More inebriated. Good friends and all. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for that, Jamie. We're back. You're gonna introduce your friends. You somewhat bug. Yeah, thank you. Somewhat more inebriated, and it's been pointed out that we didn't do proper introductions. So, gentlemen, uh, would you like to explain who you are? Left of the dealer, mate, that's you. <laughs> yeah, I'm Zach. What do you want to know? How, how, well, I don't know, maybe explain how I know you or... So, yeah, we met at Latitude a couple of years ago. Was it Latitude or was it Leeds? <clears throat> Leeds. Leeds. And I remember this is the funniest story because it's an inside joke between me and you, but... Um, I was talking to Amelia and you came up to me and I was like, that's the face I know. 
And then I was like, oh, just a minute, mate. I'm just talking to the manager. I'll be right with you in a minute, like trying to be all professional and like nice. Like mm. obviously just a, a face I'd seen recently. And I was like, and then afterwards, obviously, if you know, you know, um, that's a very <laughs> yeah, funny you know. joke because. <laughs> oh man, you don't need like inside jokes are not good for this shit. <laughs> anyway, Dan, um, who are you? I'm Dan. I met Josh at uh, uh, a festival. Leeds is a festival, by the way, just for Yes. Yeah. Leeds, Leeds is a place. It's also a festival. Um, we did work at festivals or volunteering. We eventually got paid. Yeah. I think we all got paid yeah. at one point. Yeah. 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 yeah, I did it a few years. Eventually got paid for it. Thanks for um, Except I met you at Bestival, which was a kids' festival. Um, which you were very eager to be at. You know. That sounds like Josh. But yeah, and then been to a few festivals. <laughs> Very eager Thanks. to be trash, trash my reputation. <laughs> I get to 300. I finally decide, you know what, I'll celebrate. I'll invite some friends on. We'll have some fun. And then you just decide to ruin my career. Well, I'm just saying. You were excitable. <laughs> it was a good festival. Eh? Fantastic we, festival. Saw, we saw a human, was it Human League? And the whalers yeah we saw yeah the whalers that was that was stage. special yeah um we saw the venga boys the venga boys the venga boys, the venga boys. okay i saw the venga boys Wicked. that was a wonderful 20 minutes because that's all they got 20 <laughs> minutes that's <laughs> all they got it's all you need yeah but true true all more to the point Leeds and alex turner you yes. are mental you yes. were crazy because it was wonderful, and the Arctic Monkeys might be the greatest band on the planet right be now. Be very careful what you say. <laughs> I love my Healy, by the way. We'll get on to how Zach would suck Matt Healy's dick later on. And Dave? <clears throat> yeah, I'm uh, not going to break the fourth wall and look into the camera, because that feels a bit odd, but I'll talk to you. Yeah, I'm David. Um, I've known Josh for like... 10 11 years yeah we met first year uni um our josh moved in with uh, the man behind the camera here our, our gym uh in uni and josh and i fucking hated each other man there was like some you know, like classic like 18 year old alpha male testosterone this is my fucking house who are you type shit and a house full of girls as well it was even like more apparent and uh yeah then we just fell in love afterwards also, I'd like to point out that uh, I think within, was it in the first few weeks that Jim and Josh met in the house? Jim put him on his phone as a male housemate. And to this day, 11 years later. Still haven't learned his name. Still learned his name. <laughs> male, male, male housemate in the phone. Amazing. Mm. Uh, he's all right. Like, podcast is a bit shit, but he's all right. <laughs> Does the job. Yeah. So. Where was that noise? That is actually Max's food. Oh, I thought Max was down there. No, no, it's just his food. It means we don't have to remember Do to feed him. Do people know who Max is? Has everyone met? Yeah, Max. Max was on. Has been on several previous episodes licking at this point. Lick, licking his <laughs> balls. Yeah, yeah. Check that out. Anthony, you know, like about forty minutes in. We were getting the exact time snap. Yeah, it's about. It's about. <laughs> Forty-two thirty-nine. No, it's like about. It's about forty, like forty something. Like well, right, right before it hits 41 minutes and Max appears. Top quality internet content. Like mm. Max just has some strong opinions. He's actually sat right there too. It was. Right where you're sat. Well, I feel like I should live up to the name. 
go on there. <laughs> Not these jeans. So the Twitter poll uh, told us that two things that we had to discuss. GameStop, which I'm sure we will get to. But first, Aliens. Dave, as a physicist, give us your your take. I'd like to clarify, first of all, not a physicist, just studied at university. That's not my job. As a physicist. Right. So you're like <laughs> a scientist then? No? Data scientist, yeah. Oh, okay. So definitely not physics. Sick. I was making a joke then, but you are actually no, a yeah, data yeah. scientist. Sick. In a sense, in a sense. Well, so as a physicist? Uh, yeah, as a practicing professional physicist, mm -hmm. highly acclaimed, mm -hmm. highly published, multiple PhDs. Mm -hmm. Widely cited. in yeah. my knowledge of the physical world. Um, aliens definitely exist. I'll tell you for why, though. I'll tell you for why. Why? Um, ever, you guys have heard of the Drake equation? Because you guys yes. heard about this? Drake and Josh. I almost wish they made up this equation. It would be way more interesting. But uh, Drake equation is essentially calculating the probability for intelligent life, at least as intelligent as human life, somewhere out there in the universe, right? Takes into account things like how many stars do we one can we see and two do we actually think there are when you extrapolate that out right how many galaxies are there how many stars in that those galaxies and how many planets that are rocky that could possibly sustain life in a habitable zone habitable zone and um, i've had too many alcoholic drinks now uh exist around those stars when you put when you plug all those numbers in and we have we know these things like we've we researched them as people like scientists they they, they know what these numbers are you come out with like 99.9 repeating probability that intelligent life exists somewhere else in the universe at least as intelligent as humans there you I mean, go i feel that there's definitely more reason for than against because oh, yeah to be against would just be to just deny that we had the chance to exist yeah we're not that special like yeah <laughs> it's like murphy's okay, law okay okay right but right you see those fucking videos that the u.s government keeps releasing and the reports that they were meant to release about it that they have now decided they're going to be heavily redacted and it's not like them and the reports from the New York Times that apparently the Pentagon told them this New York Times, as much as I Good dislike the New York Times, <laughs> it was the New York Times that said this, not me, that the, the US military has crashed off-world vehicles. That's what they said. Not my words. The New York Times. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's well, I... <laughs> so right but like right all these videos that the US government are, are catching and, and, and like the reports like uh, Commander David Fravor who like was given the okay to go out and talk about like the things that he saw like the the ships or whatever you want to fucking call them are those aliens are we being fucked with well if they're off world they're probably not a fucking human mate no no but 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 who says they're telling the truth about that bit well, the government tells no lies because all conspiracy theories are wrong. So obviously, it's true. Okay, but like I, right. I believe everywhere the government says. Okay. Yeah. All times. We are good citizens. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, what you're saying I, outside I, submissive. I do, I do really want to think that we have actually that like Roswell was actually Roswell, and that there were. You think you think that Roswell was actually a no, crash? That's thing? not what. I, that's not what I said. What I said was, name that fucking quote, by the way. Oh, no no one, Django Unchained, idiots. Anyway, I do want to. I hope that we do actually have some kind of contact with other life. That would be fucking class. And if they haven't blown us up yet, it's probably grand. It's well, probably grand. I mean, if they get to us, they've got to be way more advanced than us. Oh fuck yeah! Um, especially what? if we don't see them before they get here. Yeah. See, yeah. 
Well, what if we're see- what if we are seeing them? What if that's what you- all these videos that the U.S. government and the military have been releasing, things that people have been seeing shooting across the moon, like there's loads of fucking weird videos out there. That, like many of which have been released by the military. <laughs> so like is that is that them? Like have we already contacted them? Well, like have we do we do we know they exist? An organization in America, I think. I think I don't know if it's like a global organization. But is it like SETI? Mm-hmm. So they do. Search for extraterrestrial yeah, intelligence. So they have like a set of rules, which is what happens if we get contacted. And I think number one is like don't respond, because the idea is that if we get contacted, it means that something's at least it advances us, but possibly more because it's got to us before mm-hmm. we've got to it. Mm-hmm. And so it's like. Do we actually want the influence of something that could essentially just see us as yeah. ants? Do we want them to know that we can talk back? Yeah. Yeah. Like, do we maybe want to just sort of like hide under the radar until we realise what it is that's actually talking to us? Yeah, but like, right, but so but, but by the videos cool. that the government have been releasing, seems like there's so either it's they're already here and they're admitting it, but we're just not acknowledging that that's what they're admitting, or it's like their next gen military tech and their pure flexing for china and russia to be like holy shit what the fuck is that maybe i mean that's what um area 51 is is just high tech hmm? government military stuff yeah yeah you guys heard of darpa yeah <laughs> DARPA? don't get me started i'm, I'm, I'm not gonna do a blind boy podcast thing here sorry to shout out another podcast on yours but like you know he's fucking class and he's also irish so like i love him but he did a little, I remember one of his episodes, he talked about the technology that DARPA has. And you go on their website, mm-hmm. I highly recommend spending an hour on DARPA's website and just read about the shit that, that they're doing. It's mental. Mm-hmm. One of them is this like 3D printing, self-printing house and like self-repairing house and self-maintaining. Now, their idea is like, well, we'll put it on the moon or on Mars and it'll be part of the colony and whatever else. There are industry experts in that, type of material engineering or, or science that are like, we literally have no idea how this works. How does that one organization with like a relative handful of scientists have cracked this, but every other leading expert in the world has no idea how it's done. You ever heard of the black budget? Well, yeah, there's the black budget too. Yeah. <laughs> What's, uh, I guess. Explain the black budget. It's just like a massive amount of like military intelligence spending in the US that's just like, basically, you're never gonna find out what the fuck it's for. And they barely report like what the actual spend is. It's just like incredibly yeah. secretive part of the budget. Like government fund tokens. Yeah, like go, like like really like hot like top secret like stuff. So it's shit. Like, can you look up for for me actually? Well, you reckon, Hank? Right, Jimmy, you look it up here. Um, before you look it up, put it on the put it on the four way camera. Maybe you were so close to saying that Joe Rogan thing, weren't mm. you? You were this fucking close. Pull that up, Jimmy. No, no. Um, <laughs> You're doing all right, okay. My laptop's fucked. What's it doing? It does sound like it's taken off, to be fair. Hang on, let's have a look. I think we're, we're going to cut said, this bit out. I don't know enough about it. You don't know enough about aliens, but who does know yeah, enough about aliens? I don't really... I'm out of my depth here. What would you do if an alien contacted you? Firstly, I'd be like, what the fuck's happening? Secondly, probably nothing. Probably, yeah. I mean, what would you do if you I were mean, in I mean, an ET-like situation? So you were like threw a tennis ball into a shed, and it got thrown back, and then you walk in. And there's a little goblin sort of alien creature. What would you do? Would you keep it? Would you give it into the government? 
Oh man, you have to keep um, it. I guess I, I guess I would try and communicate. Like you have to keep you him. Just do the tennis ball, but I'd keep him. Food. Hey. But like, right, okay, while while Jimmy's looking this up. In, in, I've got a video. Okay, wait, hang on. So before before Jimmy like tells us what the, the what have you got, like the annual black budget? An estimate. An estimate of the annual black budget, right, okay. What do you think it is? Let's take a guess, right? Each of us take a guess. 3.7 right. trillion. It's 3.7 trillion, right, okay. Oh, do you even know how to do miles? That's mad. No, the, you, you never know. I'm going to go, oh my goodness. I'm going to go something like 950 billion. 950 billion. Okay. Zach? Five hundred trillion. Five hundred trillion. That's exactly that's 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 that that does that. You're gonna have to. I'm gonna tell you right. You're gonna get a second guess because that's. Yeah. You've got the price is right or something. Like, yeah. How about you get the washing machine? Uh, Three hundred trillion. Yeah. Maybe I don't that's, know. Like, that's that's probably more that than Zimbabwe that's more that's probably yeah, like dollars. more than all of the money that exists on the planet or ever okay, has okay. ever. So okay. Yeah. If you don't count the derivatives. <laughs> Really, the derivatives market is like something like two quadrillion. Seven hundred and twenty-four billion. Seven hundred and twenty-four billion. Okay, I'm gonna go with six hundred fifty billion. Jim, what do I have? Using some math, uh, so <laughs> uh, the black budget can be complicated to calculate, but in the United States, it has been estimated to be over fifty billion per year, taking up approximately seven percent of the U.S. seven hundred billion American defense budget. But, oh, but in 2018, some newspapers reported that the Trump administration asked for 81.1 billion for the 2019 black budget. So it's on the way up. Of course, it how is. do you work out how much more you need? Like, all right, you know what, Mr. Trump, black budget, I know you asked for it, right? It's 50 billion US dollars. You could do literally anything you want on the face of God's green earth and get away scot free with that. Is that all right? No. I want an extra 31.1 billion. How do you work that out? What the fuck's that for? Who you told him? Oh, by the way, Mr. Trump, um, to get re-elected, he actually another 31.1 billion dollars on top of that. Oh man, that'll be how do you work that out? It'll be it, it's like right. He does those sums. Raytheon like Raytheon, Boeing, and like all of the biggest like military contractors in the US will just come to them and be like, look, Donald. Don. Donald. Me. Don. Here, mate. Fuck on a party, I'll paint you on the night for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three billion, come on then. Yeah, yeah. People yeah. like, it's not his money. Do you think the people who deal in that type of money ever. See, technically, Trump doesn't allocate it, it's because Congress has to make the law. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you think people who deal with, you know, billions of, billions of dollars billions a, a, on that level ever have just like cash in their pocket? Yeah, man, they must go through all. That's the level. If you're making that type of money, You'd only go places that were expensive and that know that are like money places, mm. and everyone would know you. So you just walk in; they just assume, yeah, you can afford it. Only reason I'm going to say yes, right, is a generational thing. Mm. There's very few people. Well, actually, you know what? The people that are like at that position of power, where they're like, uh, "Mr. Trump, you need more money, or you need less, or you actually need to like, give me a rim job so I can before I go home." Because he he does that. No, he'll have a government credit card. You know, Donald Trump hands out rim jobs flat out in the White House. <laughs> You showed me photos. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mega Goblin's class. Yeah. Anyway, I think those kind of guys, right, <laughs> who are worth billions and billions, billions and billions, they definitely grew up in an era where, like, cash was like, you walk about with a big wad of cash in your mm. pocket and you're some fucking, you flop your cock down the table mm. and you're mad with it. 
that's the only reason I say yes. Billionaire is like, what's her but name? Any that level of cash woman. that you can fit in your pocket as a billionaire is meaningless to you. Ah, but not that no, but it's not. It's not about the actual cash. It's about what the actual cash represents. Yeah. So you got, you got, you got, you pull out a wad of hundreds. That's a power play, man. Wad of thousands. Is that a thing? Can you wad of thousands? I don't know. You can get. I'm pretty sure there's a thousand euro note. Yeah, euro goes higher. Yeah. But they're predominantly used for things like drugs. Yeah. Yeah. I've had I've had a five hundred euro note before. Oh, I what 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 just spend I had all them, and I had to get ID to. Uh, I've had break a two hundred. They have two hundred euro notes as well, actually. Yeah, yeah. Hang on, you get ID to break a. Yeah, no. So, uh, uh, um, really? I did a bit of work for a friend, and he paid me like, and he was like, "I've just got some euros. You're going to." Um, I think I was going to France. He was like, "Do you just want these euros instead of some uh, instead of pounds?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." And it was just one five hundred euro note. <laughs> so I had to go like I was, I was going to Amsterdam, and it's kind of like I can't just like. You know, go into a shop and be like, excuse me, half a gram will you please? <laughs> it's 500 euros. So I started to go to the bank and like, it, obviously, because it's like, there's a higher amount of crime in there. Mm. You, you had, to, had to prove who I was. Now I got it. Because right? mm. it's just, that's all it's useful. Right? That's mad. So how did yeah. you prove it? Well, just ID and a reason. Then they look at you, really. If I came in like, you know, with a balaclava. I wouldn't bring it for you. They'd probably be like, <laughs> you wouldn't bring it for what, me. What was the reason, Andrew? Wait, no, it just doesn't work, and the guy paid me in a 500 euro note. Okay, honest. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, like, you, it, they're not like, you know, they don't bring a guy with a gun out to sort of interrogate you. Like, <laughs> Spotlight the face, okay. no. But it's just like, you, Why do you look like they you won't let you do anything yeah. with it. Most shops just wouldn't, like, look at it. So, so okay, like, I couldn't even yeah. go, and I couldn't go to a restaurant and get, like, a 700 pound meal and then use a 500 pound note because they wouldn't want to break it because they'd be like, no, I'm not touching that. Mm. Let's get this within cash and card, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, if you'd gone into a restaurant and spent like, I don't know, 80 euros and you'd given them that, they'd probably have the money to like... They would, but they wouldn't want to because mm. they'd just be like, you need to break that or pay in card. And mm. nowadays in Europe, you can pay anywhere on card. Mm. Yeah. They love it. The disappearance of cash. Apart from the problem in London, man. I have a problem then. I'm sure they're listening. Sure. I'm sure. I'm 100% certain that mm-hmm. the palm tree in Myland Park in East London is listening. Here we go. Dave's starting beef. I, I, I'm not starting beef. I already have beef. I'm just telling you about it. Okay. Right? No, but this is internet beef now. French. No, this is true. This is true, true real life beef in face to face beef. Yeah, but old you're putting it on beef. the internet. Oh, yeah, that's fine. This is care. both old school and new school beef. It's going to blow up like Kanye West, man. Would, would you say this? Yeah, yeah. So, I got two points. But I'll not maybe do the second one. I don't know, whatever. First one was, during lockdown, fair enough, they opened up and you couldn't go inside and the door to the pub is like on the corner. So it's that one of those weird like diagonal at an angle doors. And they just put a table in front of it and it was kind of like a school tuck shop, right? You walked up to the table and was there their cash pub, they're cardless, specifically cardless. I always have been, never had a card machine. It's cash only. And during COVID, You'd walk up and they just made, to make it easy for everyone to hand out less change and stuff, and I appreciate this, they made every pint a fiver. And all you get was what was on tap. They weren't doing cans, they weren't doing spirits or whatever because it required a glass. It was like, we can do you a pint, that's it, everything's a fiver because it's pretty close to the real price, right? Cool. But they wouldn't give out change. <laughs> if you went up with like a £20 note, I'm like, oh, can I just get a pint, please? I'm like, literally on my way home from work, they'd be like, cool. Thanks. And you'd be like, can I, where's my 15 pound change? Ah, there's no change. Well, I don't want four pints. I want one. They're like, sorry, mate, COVID. No change. Fucked, right? Also, if you're not paying the tax, you pay on car machines, at least make the pints a bit cheaper, for God's sake, for those playing cash. Like, they're charging normal card, bar, or pub 
prices for a pint, like £6.50 a pint for like a nice one. I mean, you're taking fucking cash, you dodgy bastard. Knock it down to a fiver, would you? No. Cunts. Second time. Wouldn't give my dog, not actually my dog, my friend's dog, but for easy use, my dog, a bowl of water in the middle of summer when it was dying of uh, dehydration. Genuinely was like collapsing, it couldn't walk. Walked in for a bowl of water and a guy went off of me because I didn't buy a pint at the same time. Fuck him. Fuck him. Sorry. Anyway. I cannot wait to send <laughs> them that video. Good, he's scared of me. I'm going to clip it up and post it on Twitter. Do. There was a, a public bee that um, during one of the lockdowns was serving like beer sort of out of a window and it was kind of like takeaway pints. And we went there and they weren't serving it and they were doing ice cream instead, like Mr. Whippy. And I just went over and I was like, well, I'm here, I'll have an ice cream. And everyone was like, you know, in the beer. And he was like, no, it was too risky and it was too much work because too many people turned up. Um, so now we're doing ice cream, but I think we're going to stop that soon. And I was like, why are you going to stop that? He's like, we're just not selling much. And it's just like, yeah, it's fucking pub in the middle of the country. It's just coming out for a Mr. Whippy. Hang on, did I misunderstand the beginning of that? Were they serving Mr. Whippy instead of pints? Yeah, so they stopped Amazing. serving pints, but to keep the custom, they were just like, well, we'll have, we have a Mr. Whippy thing, we'll do that. And it was just like, no. It's not really a good substitute, is it? No, it's not. I mean, like, we're going to stop it because not enough people are coming. It's like, what a surprise. I mean, it's something in your hand with a fag over a conversation, you know? Proof. I mean, if I go for a pint and there's a Mr. Whippy stand, sure. Yeah, got to be float. But I don't feel the need to drive, like, a mile away to go <laughs> get Mr. Whippy. to sit down and have a Mr. Whippy, you know? <laughs> Could you imagine a larger... A lager float. Never mind a Coke float. Not a lager float. Well, <laughs> 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 not even a float. Just a Mr. Whippy pour it in the top 30 or pint. <laughs> like, Maybe that would be amazing. Actually, it might be. We're just sort of assuming it's going to be shit, but it might be good. Probably. Maybe. Let's find out. Have we just invented the greatest dessert slash drink ever? It's a, it's a little uh, common person's I mean, digestive. Uh, Jack Daniels advert at the moment. Uh, mix, you know, the mixer cans, mm. the spirits to do, do. Um, but it'll be like a Jack Daniels float, so ice cream on the top, or a spider, they call it in Australia. A spider? Is, spider is ice cream in a Coke, which is just a floater. Yeah, it's a floater. Um, is, is, is a spider in Australia. I don't know why. But um, Jack Daniels have started advertising it, and one thing I noted from it was just kind of like the advertisers, if they just came up with it, they're like, whoa, put some ice cream in you. Jack Daniels and Coke. Float Whoa! And it's just <laughs> like, this is it's done since like Coke was invented. It was like a way of keeping Coke cold. Just, I hope their marketing department got a major bonus. Probably did. I mean, one. they probably all just sort of gave each other hand jobs and called it a day. Like, <laughs> like Donald Trump in the White House. Yeah. yeah. Give yourself like a few hand jobs, call it a day. Don't yeah. get anything. I mean, done. what else are you going to do as a president? Why do you think he hired Mike Pence? Wank Pence. Way. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's going to become infamous on the internet for tonight's episode. We got him, we got him a bit drunk and now. Like the fourth time. No, but it's just my microphone's been drinking. It's not me. Ah. Uh, mm. You guys aren't no. hearing it, right? Okay. <laughs> that's like, you know, people's thumbs are just racist on Twitter. It's no, not they're just racist. It's just their thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm special. Anyway, so speaking of cash. Go on. I know what you're going to say. I don't like it. Cash is going away oh they're going to be like trying to do really shit meander into GameStop it's by saying no 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 no, 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 no. Going away, yeah. yeah especially the pandemic mm -hmm. 
Well, scares me. Cash. I don't want it. No, 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 no. We need cash. Yeah, or we need sure. some some form of currency not controlled by the government. Not, not to be too conspiracy-oriented here, but if there You're were... You're on the wrong podcast like, if you think you're worried. You should was, worry about that. If there was some that. sort of, like... Have <laughs> 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 you, you said you saw some of my previous guests, man. Some of them are really <laughs> off the wall. <laughs> uh, but uh, there's a theory about solar players. Mm-hmm. Uh, where if a solar player hits it, it's it not hits conspiracy. Like an EMP. It's not conspiracy. And it's happened before or something. Yeah. Like, like, there was a blackout yeah. for a while. Yeah. Um, it's not that there was like it was like a few years ago or not a few years ago. Uh, uh, there was one like fairly recently it, 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 where we like real because concept. of where the because of where the flare was and where the earth was, we were like narrowly missed. You, you're nodding. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Okay, that's good. Um, but it eventually <laughs> just knocks out all electricity, and because yeah. so much is run digitally now, oh, we money. It would just and wipe just everything. Burn money as soon as you get it, give it to them. They just chuck it in. A- buyer because they don't need it like they'll just get some more money from the bank to hand out to people when they want 20 quid like who takes money out of the bank like, when was the last time you went to a bank to take money out not to buy drugs anyway definitely not to buy yeah. any sort of illicit substance yeah, but I mean, like, walk into a bank and being like hey can i get some money out like you got oh. a cash machine sure yeah. that's like a sealed box in the wall like yeah. you don't go to a bank anymore they don't have like you know money is not really and that's all fresh money out of the cash machine like, fresh good money you know when you get it you're... it's actually worth more yeah no it is, it is. um <laughs> But it, uh, but they just burn it, and it's all just digital, and all the money they deal with is just a number on a screen. So as soon mm-hmm. as that goes down, no one's got any money. Shops don't have money. You yeah. can't buy things. Yeah. Sorry, mate. They have backups. No, they don't. Yeah, they fucking do. Of every record right now, as it exists. Yeah, but it doesn't Sometimes matter whether or not yeah. it, del- it doesn't matter whether or not it deletes it. You just you know, where the where the backups it. held. If we get hit with a flare, it will wipe all the hard one, drives. Actually, I'll tell you one that I know of. I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for saying this. Probably not. There's a... You know what? I'll not use any names. I'll just tell you what it is. I used to work for a company. Whatever. There's a software that exists. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That is the the back-end software for banks. Um, It's not used an awful lot. It's mostly in private wealth management firms, like very wealthy ones, whatever. But their backup server is in an enormously deep basement underneath a mountain in switzerland where actually a lot of the financial uh digital backups for the world are stored which is completely safe from any like outside force essentially and they're completely isolated they only get used they're always on but they only get connected to the internet and uploaded into a bank's systems once something catastrophic was to happen like mm-hmm. loss of all, all records but even that backup has backups an extra layer down whoa so it's a thing like it would take someone would have to go down there and blow the whole thing up which is like i imagine it's probably impossible it's definitely super heavily secure you'd imagine then for all the world's banks computers to be wiped out and erased and eliminated off the cloud as well Mm. as have some cloud computing now usage of though of that though still relies on people having this like infrastructure of oh, yeah. connectivity. Otherwise, it's just a little storage thing that will exist past That's it. whatever. Yeah. And you know, maybe after humanity, after some cataclysm, someone finds it or something finds it, and it's like, oh, look at all this information. But to us, in the moment, if there's no electricity mm. or no power, then it's useless. Like you know, even if the money is saved somewhere, you don't have it, and so you can't buy anything. And then suddenly, it's just utter chaos. And I feel like. In some ways, that state of society, if gone to purposely, properly, might be some sort of mm. utopian ideal. But if you're just dropped in it and suddenly there's just <laughs> no money and it's just like, well, you can't buy anything. You turn this one to ex- zero. You're still expecting pay, <laughs> but suddenly everything is nothing. 
Like, mm-hmm. it, it, like gonna... the original sort of classic bank that we know it from the was it the Medici family in Italy is now what all financial uh, um, institutes are based on. They the reason they were able to start excuse me I've got the hiccups um, was they essentially turned to zero and they split a zero and half. And what they have one half is now in debit and one half is now in credit and we can begin. Because banks don't, I can't remember the theory behind this. Somebody much more intelligent than me will be able it's to. It's fractional reserve banking. Yeah, it's like they're not, you can't just put money into the bank to begin. You have to start with zero and be able to have debit and credit at the same time. It has to exist. Like yeah. That, or something, I can't quite remember what it is. But it's something really bizarre that the whole banking system is built on something which is mathematically impossible. It's all built on like imaginary money. So you like, like they Literally. loan their fake amount of money to, you know, their number of money to another bank. For that bank to then be like, all right, you're loaning it to us. We're paying our fake interest on mm-hmm. that or whatever. And it's just continuously just back and forth. Just like, yeah, no, we have this number on the screen. That's apparently our money. That's how much everyone's supposedly put in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they, if they all want it, we haven't got it. <laughs> but, you know, we've got it, supposedly. Uh, do you want to load it and maybe pay some interest or something? Or we'll like put it up against this, make some money off of that. And it's all just numbers on screens that don't ever see anything or do anything. Tell you what's right. mad, actually. I'll, I'll, leave you, I'll leave you with one bit before I say my piece. Uh, th- this is my final bit. That, and it's quite short. There are people out there that are developing, juniors, seniors, whatever, that are developing back-end systems for banks. And in their development environment, have the possibility. It's all live data, all anonymized, so you don't know who it is, right? And they have the ability to change the numbers in people's accounts. Right in the development environments, you can play with stuff and do whatever. Fine, you could theoretically, if you wanted, as a developer, that had access to these systems, you could change a number and you could push it into the QA environment and the testing and push it into production so that the value actually fucking changes. It's because now, it's numbers there's numbers. rigorous, rigorous, rigorous testing in place for these things. But if you're good enough at your job and you were in charge of that particular you know, mm. software development life cycle in that particular bank or institution. You, you change could. the number. You could. You probably wouldn't get away with it for very long because there's continual checks, like historical yeah. checks, to but make sure that once. that doesn't make sense. You did it once. If you did it once and added an extra zero and then fucked off, yeah. you might get away with it. Pretty hard, so but you, you might. You were saying you had this, like, impromptu holiday planned. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not anything to do with it's that. only one way to afford a hoodie that this nice mate you know what I mean <laughs> but it's really because it's all just numbers on the screen that's, that's the all the shit. problem it's all a bunch of fucking Fugazi the only way to really Fugazi the Fugazi yeah it's the only way to facilitate a world built on capital wrong the money used to be backed by something it's true Right around 1971, 73, like like a ridiculous amount of like downward trends began to happen in society. And this is a real thing. It's like, go to the website. Um, I think it's, uh, I'll put the link in the description. I will find it. But it's like, what what happened in 1971, basically.com. After it was gold gold back before, and then they took it off the, 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 they took it off the, yeah. Decoupled it from the gold. Oh. It's the petrodollar, but it's not based on anything. Uh, it's like it's, it's based on something that's not based on anything. Yeah, and they they've been they've spent the last forty years endlessly, and then the last ten especially 
like just debasing the currencies beyond belief like the amount of extra money in the system that has been pumped in over the past 12 years has been obscene like in britain and this was only up to like 2017 or 18 i think there was an extra 435 billion pounds just like in, inserted at the top of the stock market and that's Wicked. where it goes and that's where it stays what do you think is the amount of money a person needs to have not just like all their amenities covered, but um, you know everything it takes to be a human successfully. So like, are you talking like salary-wise? Definitely subjective. It's subjective, but like, it, it, what's the top range of like, you know, so that you've got like Again, access to because okay, you say like the best you know, lifestyle for a long amount of money. It's just yeah, I mean, if you're if you're someone who's not happy with a mansion, then that's you know your problem. But like, uh, more just sort of if you wanna if you wanna. Um, you know, like, so you've got food, water, housing, yeah. um, electricity, all covered. The basics. Uh, all the basics covered. But you've also got, like, opportunity, public transport, mm. like... Um, spending money. Spending money, entertainment, and things like that. Like, and your living conditions are well-kept and maintained and everything. What do you think, on top of that, how much do you think people actually need? Like, you, people can want more. How much land does a man need, mate? Yeah, there's there's like there's like a thing that I, there was like a study done in America on this, and it's like people needed like seventy thousand dollars a year, and then beyond that, which is really not much. And then beyond that, it was like it didn't make a difference. It's a lot of money for no. like an average, but mm. it's really not much compared to what there but is. But like, I'm interested. What you said was like, what what does someone need to be a successful human? Yeah, and one could make the argument that that number is zero. Potentially, but I I don't see just existing in some sort of animalistic state as being a human. No. <laughs> Sorry, something really funny happened off camera. We're not going to say what it was. Um, but just that, like, theoretically, you don't need anything. <laughs> anyway, like, aside so from, like, you know, Hopefully, like parents and a family. Define success, though. Like, that's yeah. what you, you said successful human. That was just what I meant. Yeah. It's just like, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, like, not struggling to live. Not, not, not. But in the current climate. Yeah, so in you the have. Current climate. You have the, the opportunity to just do, do nothing if yeah. you want. Mm. You can do nothing, you can do everything. What do you think the, the amount of money a, do a everything? single human? See, no, my, that would rapidly, that would vastly change like the value. Do everything, of do everything within, in like a rational sense. So then like, you want to be a pilot, you can go learn to be a pilot. Not like do everything like, oh, I want to be God King of the world. Like, well, I think do nothing is a much lower threshold in terms of how much you need to make a year because you can just exist. You can do your food shop. You can cook, you can watch your shows, play your video games, play your music, whatever it is in the house. And that's just, that's like, I assume that's what you mean by mm. nothing. You'd sit in your arse all day yeah. and smoke mm. weed and do whatever, right? Yeah, I, I'd I, think, mean, I would so say the extreme of just lying yeah, on the floor. That's so down, much but... cheaper than, it's not your talking, by the way. But I think to say you're going to be able to do anything like, oh, I want to be a pilot. I want to go and become like a mountaineer. I want to go like rock climbing Yosemite for 10 years. Mm. That is way much more. Way much more, so much more than the, what it takes to just do nothing. And if we're talking about, let's say the worst case scenario, it's, I guess London is one of the most expensive cities to live in in, in in the world. Let's take that as an example. To exist and do nothing, are we talking, are you renting or do you have a mortgage? Like, do you own a house? I mean, I'm, uh, I'm just sort of, it's like I would lot. say, what's the top range of all of that? Well, top range of all that, man? It's like, pff, Jesus, I don't know, like 40K. 
here. Yeah. Nah, man, it's like two hundred thousand pounds a year because you got to afford to live. Two hundred thousand pounds a year. And if you're off, like That's doing, it, if you're up doing mount, mountaineering, and you're off doing your pilot's license or, yeah. or whatever, pilot's is what seventy grand a year. Like, where are you gonna get that? That kind of more, yeah. Where are you gonna get that kind of money from? Or if you're off doing those fun things like traveling, are you going to be renting a place here to come back to, whilst paying for accommodation? How how much money is in? I would say. I would also say that like. Do you think it could be an affordable thing for everyone? No. To get it, I don't think that works. No. Completely changes the dynamic of how our entire society functions, and therefore you can't. Maybe good. Yeah, but yeah, but the, no, but then then we don't have the same amount of money. It's like it's like you can say like, what if right? What if we had this this system now, and all the money that exists in this system, and then we took all that money and completely changed the system, then all that money wouldn't exist. That's just because that's how we built it, though. No, no, yeah, no, like, no, 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 no. But, like, like, no, but what, what, what I'm saying is that, like, like, like the wealth that you're saying we could redistribute if we like reoriented society to be like this wouldn't exist if we reoriented society because we would be focused on other things. So, it, and yeah, so, no, so you'd be I, like, yeah. you, you, do you I, know what I mean? Like, so, because uh, I, I feel like the point you're making is that a vast amount of the money and the, the quantity of money we have comes from. The fact that there are people that can, and this is a harsh way to put, exploit the system, like exploit the the mm-hmm. fact that there's money yeah. to make it's more game. money. They win the, they win the well, not win the game, like, but like they play the game. And it's yeah. fake money. Well, yeah, that's the reason they thing. can that's just make game. so much money is because they're essentially using the system where they create mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. So if we had a system where everyone wasn't mm. that, I don't know, it wouldn't create so much money. But then would that come back with we need less of it? So Quite the possibly. average or the top end cost of someone doing something in society would be less. What we all need to do, we probably have there'd be less luxury. There'd probably be more competence, but less luxury. Mm. Like things would be more functional, but then there would be less of the high end. But then, it, would there? Because yeah. You think? Yeah. Like people won't just because, make nice because, things because they want nice things. No, right. But like the, love having nice the, things. the, the, the like the, the super wealthy class exist. And a lot of the things that then become like things that we adopt like 20, 30 years later when they become affordable. Like, but like that. Yeah, but I mean, it's like 10 people. But yeah, no, no, it's more than 10 people. But it's like, like there's a, there's a lot of products. There's a lot of products that only exist because they have the money to pay for them. Yeah, maybe, I guess. But then a lot of the, how much of the money, I mean, obviously there's so many different things that they could buy. You know, we're talking like high high end stuff, so like cars, planes, you know, like houses and things. Children. How much of that stuff is the price like actually equivalent to (laughs) how much of that stuff is the price actually equivalent to what has gone into it? Uh and the effort that's gone into it compared to the effort of things that aren't actually rewarded in that way. Oh yeah, like right, like like, there's, like, there's like, definitely like, there's boat might be like ridiculous amounts of money but like boats that are all made of wood are all cut down by loggers that have the most dangerous jobs and if they're paid piss mm. then it's not equivalent to how much the boats are actually worth mm. because you could say the most dangerous and heavy duty area of the production of this boat was the resource the getting the resources because the person building it while it's a laborious job is not putting their lives in danger but they're getting, you know, the company that owns the person who builds it makes the most amount of money. And it's like, how much of that is actually equal to the labor that's gone into it? None of it. Well, I mean, but like, I think that's, that's, <laughs> that's like, 
I I guess I meant more specific, like in a, in terms of where you'd have say like TV, right? So TV was like a luxury product, and then it got like the technology got developed because people were like spending money on the luxury product, and then it becomes like more usable for like. The, it becomes cheaper because they figure out how to do it cheaper and then everyone has one. Then like the big screen TVs come along and that's like the luxury thing. And then money gets poured into that because like porn there's people. Porn looks class in MTVs, man. Hmm? Porn looks class in MTVs. Yeah, 4, 4K. <laughs> but like it's it's like a, yes, we could reorient society and like focus our resources, resources on like things that like hand make high quality stuff. But like there, there's definitely there would definitely be an aspect of like a lot of our high tech stuff that do, I think just think wouldn't though, wouldn't exist. Um, I mm. I read something a while ago, and this would be something that we uh, I'm not going to say a number about checking, but how much of new inventions are government because the government does pours loads of money into research. A lot of mm. the things, the inventions, not as much get, as they used to, unfortunately. But still, a lot of the inventions you get from private companies, from phones and technology and things, mm. is based on the fact that the government just went trial and error on a material mm-hmm. over and over and over and over and over again then they realized this is the best material so the private company came along and bought that material and yeah, it was like yeah. look we're using this new nano fiber mesh on i think nasa is quite a nice example of that it's like a, like the classic example of how government funded innovation created a lot of things that we really i think take take for granted in day-to-day life the moon landing gave us velcro for one gave us the cd like a laser red CD, give us the MRI machine from, I mean, not the moon landing, but NASA, their, yeah. their technology gave us the MRI machine. Mm-hmm. Tons and tons and tons of stuff. There was something, I don't know if I'm correct in saying this, but I feel like this is what I read. Somebody please check this. But I think they, NASA gets more money from the patents that they have on things that they discovered along the way than they do from government funding. Mm-hmm. Something like that. And, and compare that to, I'm not sure. Um, right, just to sort of bring it back, Elon Musk, mm. SpaceX, mm. What? how much of his technology i mean it's not his it's a thousand of engineers that work for him yeah. he didn't come into the boardroom and was like he was probably just like oh, fucking rocket ship he's a money man <laughs> maybe and the engineers are like, actually be to be fair, to be fair I, one thing one, one thing i do know is that he does spend quite a lot of time like in the factories working with engineers yeah, on he shit he sleeps in his office but he's probably got a big fucking bed in his office like, <laughs> no but like i'm <laughs> But the fact of the matter I'm is, just telling you what much, I've read. How I'm just telling you what I've read. No, he might be classic, a wanker. No, he could he, be a cunt. He's he might classic, be a cunt. He's the classic, I'm a boss and I care about your job. Get absolutely fucked, mate. You're literally a billionaire. What the fuck are you doing down there yeah. pretending you care? No, I don't think you he... get a rim job. I don't think he cares. Oh, I think oh, he... Oh, I, think oh, he oh, genu- I, I don't think he cares. I think he genuine, genuinely enjoys the engineering. Uh, no. I, I, I mean, he, I mean, he, he might. He might. He's, he's got no engineering degrees. He's in like, economics in school and then lied about his degrees. Yeah. Like like, he's, he's, he's not an engineer. He did a bit of coding and has had reviews from other people where they were like, his coding was kind of... Right. Look, and then he I, just look, bought his way into companies. I'm just, I'm just telling you what I've read that people who work at those companies say. Well, I don't know. I just don't what, whatever it. happens at his companies, how much technology has come from Tesla? Oh, that I totally that agree with you. Not allowed to be used because Tesla's like, no, we own it. Like, like, well, no, they Elon they open sourced a bunch. Elon of Musk shit, has actually. like very yeah, few yeah. patents in his name on the Tesla car, but the things he does have are things like the charging port mm. 
and like the shape of the car. Yeah, yeah, but didn't they, didn't they, didn't they, didn't they open source that stuff? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. That's how we saw the explosion of like other car manufacturers all using the same engine. No, it's not. Yeah, the same happens. engine, but like the charging port. No, because they, because they, they no, they've open sourced it because they want everyone because I mean, they, they, they want their, yeah. they want their, they want their charging port to become the one. So they open sourced it. Um, but the thing is, he didn't fucking design the charging port. His engineers that he paid designed. Oh the yeah, definitely. Port. He has the copyright on it, so that he could then sell it to other people. Whereas the government create stuff mm. kind of just because it's like oh, no, that. I agree with you on create that. stuff and we make it like that so like nasa every time it makes something new it just goes to the technological world and goes hey we've made this thing use it yeah yeah man. Like, like, i'd love to see way yeah. way more government investment in RD, especially in like fucking energy tech in the right places yeah is the caveat to that because there's definitely loads of spending in government r d yeah for certain shit that the general public one don't care about it or b will be killed by mm. so but i mean the, the 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 green energy or the uh what was it the nuclear energy no 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 the the green investment bank that oh, the yeah. government were running from like 2010 onwards they they pumped a bunch of money into it they like they were doing some really cool research in like yeah renewable energy and that sort of jazz and then along came the moment when it became profitable and what did we do fucking sold it to a bunch of asset stripping banks God, love like in this monstrous in financial conglomerate of pieces of shit who just yeah shredded it it baffles me anything to do with renewable energy not being just like common sense just jumped on by a government because it's like the whole concept of it is that it's free energy but it's also our energy yeah, it's also it's like ours. we don't have to worry about what the and fuck's happening in ukraine we don't have to worry about like pissing off the saudis like we could just like have our own energy i think <laughs> therein lies the problem financially for a lot of, of people though is the fact that it is renewable energy is a relatively speaking endless energy source the fact that fossil fuels mm -hmm. are not endless they have mm -hmm. an end means that they will become more expensive and therefore more but profitable even still there is something endless will eventually be worthless if you go long enough because it's going to become so normal and so abundant you're going to give a fuck yeah yeah it's a finite market in a yeah sense. so that's like, probably why people are investing but, in it but with oil they uh like scans of the earth and like how they've like tracked how much oil there is there's so much oil under the ground that but, in our lifetimes we will never see an end of it yeah, yeah. like we just yeah no, there's shit so tons of it, it is for us, conceptually, it's infinite. And, and that's just that's just oil. Like the, the gas reserves yeah, are ridiculous. Of us. So Not really, that's the, the problem, problem isn't necessarily the resource. It's the people in charge of the resource and the way we're going about distributing it. Because it, with renewable energy, like there are companies that are jumping on it and like taxing people mm. for it. You know, like you get solar panels and you get like tax for it or something, and it's just kind of like, well, no, because I'm putting energy back into the grid. Like, only get tax exemptions. There's, uh, you can in some places, but then some countries have like shown that they, you know, they're manipulated by fossil fuel industries, mm. and they essentially just put on uh, taxes and like reasons to not go renewable energy. Yeah, like you know, actually. Funnily enough, my, my, my brother was looking to put, um, he was talking to my dad about, or Arda, about putting solar panels on his roof. And he was like, I think it's quite a good idea. Yeah, it was, I think it was like 15 grand. It was quite expensive. This was a number of years ago before they got a bit cheaper. Um, he's like, but 15 grand, it's a lot of money. And my dad was like, oh, some that's loads. And I was like, yeah, but there's government incentives. And after about 10 years, you've paid them off. And the energy, the national grid is actually paying you for your energy because you're producing so much for the amount of roof space that he had on his mm. house. Mind you, he's in Belfast. So it's not the sunniest place in the world, but still. 
works in UV rays, not direct sunlight. So whatever. Um, as I, I think my dad managed to talk him out of it because he's like, oh, it's not a good investment, like blah, blah, blah. And now with how efficient solar panels have actually become, the amount of money that the national grid would pay you is like, that's like, he's like, mate, that's like half my fucking mortgage every month. Now his mortgage is tiny to be fair, but he's like, still, it's like half my mortgage every month. It's like, quite a bit of money, like a few hundred quid. Yeah. And his dad, my dad talked, our dad talked him out of it. And now he's like, now they're more expensive to buy because they've got better. But it, they are a good investment and it's going to continue to be a good investment. I think they're classic. I can't wait to get them. Do you, know what, do you know what's going to happen though? I spoke to a, a, a couple of electricians about this well, and I was just like, why don't they just give everyone solar panels? Yeah. No, no like, right. Okay. Yeah, no. This was really my question, yeah. right? Because like Boris Johnson's up being like, oh yeah, we're going to do loads of green investment stuff. And I was like, what? Like, what if you just give everyone like a, voucher for solar panels and they could just spend it at whatever solar panel people they wanted and that would mean all the like the local businesses would get like people coming in getting solar panels fucking loads of money for the like yeah local economy like then there'd be like repair work like just that would create like plenty of work for like it's whole industry yeah whole industry exactly right and i asked these electricians about it and they were like yeah we'd be fucked like because our grid wouldn't be able to handle that yeah. we don't it's it's be a surge of power it needs to be incredible. yeah it's surge of power um, we don't have the battery tech so there's like there's like a whole other like layer of shit that we need to sure. like, like invest I mean, in as well just, yeah slap solar panels on every house in, in yeah. the country but, but i used then, to think it was that easy. but no but this is the thing what you're suggesting is creating an entire industry why can't you just include in that suggestion also giving more money and opportunities to people to get into the industry of building the grid and repairing it yeah. you know that's like going oh why don't we make things better it's because well you know we'll have to hire more people mm. it's like Fucking well hire, the point, yeah, like, yeah. We want more people like, it was more about like just that the politicians like like to talk about these big massive gestures instead of like uh, i really wish they would stop like, going to cop 27 and they would actually just like do something yeah, do you know like, <laughs> I, I looked up on i think it was uh, on some wind turbine website and it took about six months six months to a year for a wind turbine to pay off its creation it's like set up yeah the resources required to build everything yeah. 25 years of usage it's breakdown and it's recycling yeah. to the next wind six turbine months. six months to That's a year nothing. there's nothing and it charges something like thirteen thousand homes or something Taking ridiculous it's longer than you know six and months. if you could just you know that cover the fucking coast what's in the atlantic yeah. sea i mean most of life on earth but like what's in that tiny segment yeah what's, 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 what's just off the coast of fucking dover other than some ferries yeah. like just cover it in winter Actually, like, already a wind farm to be fair build it make <laughs> it bigger yeah. and then like tidal and things like that you know it's like these things are relatively cheap I and mean, like you say they're getting better like oh always man always for a government we need that have you seen the new generation of wind turbines i'll get on to fusion energy in just a sec actually the, what the what the like the, the tall ones that are like the yeah the, the, the fucking the, wobblers yeah, 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 yeah. the wind turbine ones that wobble yeah anti-bird death love it right <laughs> the name don't really give a shit but still they just wobble. It's like a big stick. And it goes, I guess. Just wobbles. I don't know if that's on camera, like, but you know, it just goes, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's quite cool. If you, if you were it's like a wiffle ball bat, like yeah. stuck in the ground in the spring, and it generates like loads of electricity. Yeah, and we don't build structures anymore as humans. When we build like new and new structures, we don't build them like we used to, where it was just sort of like, yeah, big square fucking brick building. Like, I mean, we do, but like, um, <laughs> you know, like electricity 
pylons and things like that. Yeah. It's just like it was way more function before because it was just like steel and concrete. And now it's kind of like, right, we've got to build this, but why we need to make it like environmentally friendly, like and we uh-huh. can make it look like you get a lot of things that look living, like trees and living stuff. houses. Yeah, in yeah. The, back, the living the things with all the green stuff on the outside are very stupid. We shouldn't be making fucking those. why, dickhead? Because all they do is attract bugs and fucking birds you and all that nature? shit. Yeah, yeah. It causes oh, mold. Yeah. That, that, that no, no. thing that we're definitely also, not part of. Oh yeah. Also, all of these buildings will be torn down in fifty years. The most sustainable kind of buildings are the ones that, that stand for five hundred years. So I agree with you. However, I don't because see the why biggest carbon footprint. I don't see why those buildings shouldn't have a couple of shrubs up a wall. Yeah. Know what I mean? Fuck's wrong with Maybe we could just do it better. Like it's got, you know, like it's pretty early concept. I feel for like living wall buildings. We could, we could, we could, we could do it where it's not decrepit. No, but like then you do courtyard buildings. You have a massive garden in the middle. No, all yeah. the apartments no, around yeah. the outside. Like, I want to walk in a garden naked and have no one looking at me. I do that. Look, then go ones. live in the fucking country. Oh. No, I do it in central London. Like, leave me alone. Although you are talking about like I, I was actually chatting to Jim on the way down here earlier yeah. on. I've always had this idea since I was a kid about building uh, my own house. Um, oh, wow, that's very got, original. As I've got, I know how I'm actually the first person ever to build their own house. Sorry, what's my house? A house is a thing that all your money goes and creates a lot of stress. Okay. Mm. Uh, talking from first-hand experience. So, no, I, but as, as I got older, I realised that I wanted to do, like, an eco-home thing. And I'm not talking, like, a proper, like, hut in the fucking woods with, like, one veg patch and, like, half a bed and, like, a third of a chair or something. No, like, I, like a fucking functioning home. Like, a home that's... It's not hard to buy a chair, though. Ah, yeah, but it's probably more difficult to buy a third of a chair. Yeah, like, how do you get I, a third actually, of a chair? Actually, yeah, probably quite tricky to buy a third of a chair. I'd be quite, DFS wouldn't have it, even though it's always a third off. Hey, I'm just imagining you breaking, <laughs> I'm just imagining breaking a chair and just sitting on a bit of... It's very depressing. Like, just like just one leg, like, oh. one and a half legs, you know? <laughs> mm. But, like, as I got older, I want to do one of these things, like like an earth ship, um, where the house is built half into the ground and half it's out. Where the way you engineer the vents and the air intakes and outtakes in it, depending what time of year it is, either you close the vents for heat or you open them on the windows, let the air through in the summer for cool. Built-in silage system can feed into some kind of garden or a bit of a veg patch. Right? We want to grow some food or we want to do whatever. And what water catchment? I don't really give a shit about being off the electrical grid, but yes, I'd have solar panels. And that's kind of that's, that's kind you of where have I, a Bitcoin miner for your heat. Um, I'd rather shit my hand and clap. No, well, no, 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 no. There's people installing. The there's installing people installing that to to run the heating in their house. There's like a, a company doing it in happened, Scandinavia yeah. somewhere. Well, uh, a lot of Bitcoin mining. I think there's Bitcoin readers. Uh, the thing I, I read a while ago, <laughs> it might be completely wrong now. It was something like seventy three percent of Bitcoin mining was done on renewable energy because that's exactly right. You have a whole factory yeah. full of computers. You'll go to the place that gives you a tax break on yeah. renewable energy because yeah, yeah. why not? Yeah. That actually, it actually only happened like that. Uh, that number only got hit after. After China banned it, yeah, but the thing is, yeah, but, China were running it like all all China's like coal. How many homes in the UK actually run off renewables? Because you have what is it, Octopus Energy there for the renewable or Bulb? The one I had was Bulb. They just went mm. under and they got bought by Octopus panels. But and apparently it's like yeah, yeah they were. Um, but the directional house is built on every house on our street is just the worst, apparently. Not south facing. North. Yeah, it's just every house here is just yeah, sorry. It's just a lot of money. We're right. still getting them, but... There are some energy suppliers in the UK, though, that do get their, uh, at least their electrical supply from fully renewable. It's 
cool. I think Bulb was one, but they literally just got under. I think I got an email like two weeks ago. It's um, one of the... Um, I watched this thing about um, environmental impact, and one of them was, um, you know, like the meat industry and things like that, but the top one was energy and where you get your energy from. And so it was like one of the... If you don't want to go like vegan or something, one of the best ways you can like have your own, I don't know, carbon footprint is all bollocks from Exxon and whatever. And it's all yes. just like, we're 90% of the problems is big business, but whatever you can do the best thing you can do is deal with like energy supplier so if you can switch to like a renewable energy supplier obviously depends on where you are and how much money mm. you've got but that's like one of the biggest effects you can have if you don't want to cut down on meat because that's like the second biggest josh i have literally anywhere else to be this evening do you have any final words <laughs> If not, can we end? Thank with- you. Yeah, thank you, anyone who decided to tune in the whole way to the end. I'm not sure how many people are still going to be with us. <laughs> but thank you, gentlemen, for joining me. Sorry, Josh. Is this a good time to interrupt for another beer? Yes. <laughs> it's the just- perfect time to interrupt for another beer. <laughs> so <laughs> thanks, everyone, for listening. Get around you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much, boys. Hey, everyone. Thanks for making it right the way to the end of the podcast. I love that you tuned in this long. Do me a favor, hit subscribe, because 80% of you bastards are not subscribing, but you're watching my videos. See you next time.